I thought that we lost our 40 minute <laughs> review of Talk to Me. Yeah. We, we have a new recording, a new soundboard, like I mentioned. So yeah. we're still getting used to it. But thank God it has this thing where every time you click record, it just makes a brand new file, which is good because we fucked this up so many times <laughs> on GarageBand. Yep. Uh, whole episode's just gone. <laughs> and that is now a thing of the past. Yeah. <laughs> So we saw Talk to Me at the same time. Mm-hmm. Same theater. Same showtime. We did not see Oppenheimer at the same time. No. But I finally saw one half of Barbie and Barbenheimer. <laughs> and it feels a little sexist that this was the first one I saw. <laughs> <laughs> finally saw Oppenheimer. I missed it in platinum formats because as much as I was excited for the Haunted Mansion... Get that shit out of there. Fucking keep Oppenheimer and Dolby. Why did you take it out from they Dolby? They took it out for a haunted... Ma- oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Barbie and Dolby, but... Uh, but- okay. <laughs> Technically speaking, they didn't take it out entirely right away, but they reduced the shit out of those showtimes. Yeah, they did. What do you mean I got to go see this at 1 p.m. on a weekday? <laughs> I'm at work at that time. <laughs> I can't watch fucking Oppenheimer. As much as I would like to, but oh, and also, for some reason, there's only thirty theaters that have these specific requirements to view this film the way that piece of shit Christopher Nolan <laughs> wants this movie to be seen. Thirty of them. Not a single one of them is in Illinois. What Jeez. the fuck? What are we? Some bump? What are we? Some bumblefuck town in Ohio? <laughs> Where are We're Chicago? We are the second city you see in movies. <laughs> it's mostly going to be New York, probably L.A. L.A. Yeah, but we're still in there. Yeah, you love the bear. Don't lie. <laughs> Want to go to Mr. Beef? Well, you can't have it. You ever seen the Dark Knight? Give us the respect that we deserve. Yeah, the Dark Knight, your favorite movie of all time. You fucking nerd. <laughs> No, I love that movie, too. I think that's still... You know what? Fuck fuck it. I'm going to go off from right now. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think that's still his best film. I do not think this is his best movie. Um, Oh, no. Nor is it my favorite recent movie of his. Really? Uh, You like Tenet. Fucking love Tenet. Tenet and Dunkirk. I've seen Tenet way more times than I ever thought I was going to see Tenet. (laughs) Uh, but I mean, hey, that makes sense because I saw the Dark Knight like seven times <laughs> in as fast of a sequence that I I could have like nice every other weekend was like I gotta go see this fucking nerd movie <laughs> with that's just perfect. <laughs> uh, it's pretty insane. It's Oppenheimer, not actually it didn't I didn't realize till halfway through it's like oh shit they're making the atomic bomb. They said Heisenberg. I thought this was a Breaking Bad movie. (laughs) When Heisenberg's coming back. Uh, No, I kid. You know, this is obviously, it's based on some book about him or something like that. I might be wrong about that. Uh, But it's, it's, it's about Robert B. Oppenheimer. Oppie. All right. That's how you know him. That's how the whole movie knows him. It's 
about Oppenheimer. Robert? Yeah. It, it's man. definitely Robert. I don't know what the middle uh, letter is. My dad is so pissed off. Right yeah, now. all the history majors <laughs> are like, this is what the youth has become. Yeah. I bet if it was on TikTok, you would. <laughs> uh, it's about Oppenheimer and everything that led up to the creation of the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fallout, so to speak, yeah. of what that you know what happened to him after that there was a meme that came out i think when the first trailer came out mm-hmm. uh and it's like it's one of the many very close up yeah shots on oppenheimer where he's like just looking all wild and manic uh and uh the caption was just like Ah, I blew up everybody. Ah, I'm crazy now. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that is kind of what this movie <laughs> kind of ended up being. <laughs> I really liked it. I really did. I really liked it. But I'm not in love with it. I don't know. I am like, I am so on the fence. Interesting. Because there, I went to go see it with my brother. My 15-year-old brother, who wanted to go see an almost three-hour movie. He was born the year The Dark just, Knight came out. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, where it's just... Oh, shit. Is that three movie hours, 15 years old? It came out in 2008. Yeah, it's 15 years old. Yeah. Holy shit. I know, right? Damn. Let's just talk about The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. Um, but yeah, this kid wanted to go see a a, a fucking what, what would be described as a talkie yeah. back in the 20s. It's all it is. It really is. I mean, it's creating the bomb. It's um, some some spicy drama in there. Yeah. You like drama. Uh, but it's most most scenes, it's not like there's not a chase scene or something like that. Like, don't oh. expect a fucking shootout for whatever reason. No or, or even like a screaming match. I don't even think there's one of those. No, I might is. be wrong. There is Jason Clark as that lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, it's it's scenes of two men talking to each other, <laughs> but it's gripping. Yeah. I thought me and Gabriel were gonna kind of make jokes every now and then, but nah, we were pretty much just like we were gripped by it. We it's crazy what was happening, and then you get a big ass explosion in the middle. Yeah, man. The biggest explosion possible. It kills the front row seats. If you're in the front <laughs> row, you can't see anymore. It's just, you know, it's that uh, that meme of uh, that one guy, that one lone guy in the very, very front row. Yeah. And the next panel is just Spider-Man, like his mask barely, oh. like barely holding on <laughs> through the green goblins. Uh, when that thing blows up in his yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that explosion is, you know, it lives up to the hype. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very frightening. and But also, like, these are some beautiful... I don't know. Is it CGI? Did they blow up Nevada? I don't fucking know. Uh but it it looks incredible. You'll never tell. You'll never. You may tell. get arrested. <laughs> yeah. I felt, visually speaking, this has like, it's it's almost like Christopher Nolan wanting to make a, uh, who's that pretentious asshole? 
uh, Terrence Malick. Oh. It's almost like he's taking kind of influences by Terrence Malick of like doing like, we're going to do scenery for the sake of it. And just like images. Like there's a lot of images of space. And it's supposed to be like, rem- it's, it's supposed to be the representation of what Oppenheimer is like thinking of. Yeah. With, I don't know, Adams or some shit. Uh, <laughs> whatever smart <laughs> whatever smart thing he was doing. Um, yeah. But it's like, it looks really pretty. I'm not going to act like I don't like looking at this. Um, so, I would say that my, the Christopher Nolan movie that I hold up in highest esteem even though I haven't seen it in so many years. Inception. Inception. It made such an impact on me. When I saw that, I was like, this is the best movie of the year. And I was right. Uh, <laughs> and for, it, like, besides The Dark Knight and Batman Begins and The Dark... I, yes, I really like The Dark Knight Rises. Um, Inception is my favorite of his Bam, non-Batman movies. And it's interesting because you would definitely disagree with that. However, when Dunkirk came out, I was kind of like, yeah, this is all right. And you were like, no, motherfucker, you fucking love this fucking movie. I I didn't. No, hold on. Hold on. Okay, let's talk about Dunkirk for a second. (laughs) Because it wasn't so much that you didn't like it. Like, I, it's fine with me if you like or dislike a movie. I, you know, at the end of the day, that's everyone should have their own opinion on things. But it was it was the comments of there's no story or something like that where it's like I'm sorry. <laughs> uh there's multiple stories. They all have to do with the same battle that's going on, the same yeah. conflict. And then it's also representations of like the effects of war in three different ways. Yeah. The POW, uh, the logos. There's there's story in there. Did I say there's no story? You said there was no story, or there was, barely, or there was like barely any plot, or something like that. I think I think it was more like barely any like character that I could really attach myself to. Oh, that too. There's no character development where it's like I don't think that's factually true. All right. But that's all I'm gonna say about Dunkirk. I'm not gonna go into it right now. And then. Tenet. I just wanted to be known. It's not. I'm not. I wasn't upset that you didn't like it. I was like, hold on, there, partner. Them's <laughs> uh, is uh, incorrect. I just heard so words. much about it. It was the first time I saw a Christopher Nolan movie, and I was like, wait, I don't love it as much as everyone and, else. <laughs> and here I am defending it, and I fucking I don't like war movies. Like ever since I was young, I'm like, this is my least favorite genre. Just this and hard sci-fi right above it. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry, Jeremiah. For yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's just because like, I don't know. I, I I'm not even trying to be like I don't like, uh, I I don't like this propaganda or some shit like that. Like, right. I don't know. Like, is Top Gun propaganda? Top Gun Maverick. Sure, it's the the might of the uh, of the American Air Force, but it's, for me, it's just uh, plane go fast or <laughs> whatever the fuck. I don't know. Top Gun Maverick is pretty great. That's it, it's badass. Yeah, I am never gonna serve the for the military. <laughs> I didn't even think once. Like, ooh, I can't wait to do that shit. No, yeah, I'm no, fine no, looking at not. it. <laughs> You throw up. I'm going to be here. Uh, 
but yeah, then Tenant. So it's not uh, even for that reason, but I just I'm just not a big fan of war movies. I I think Saving Private Ryan. Some Saving Private Ryan is an incredible movie. Okay, cool. Uh, that's that's the one. You get yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. You get. Uh, you weren't big on the Hurt Locker. I know that. No, I'm not. Uh, but that's now. Now I gotta explain to Katie. It's not that I don't like whatever her name is. <laughs> who made the her lo- who made the her locker? Uh, Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. Okay, like Catherine Bigelow. Uh, she's fine. I just think the her locker is just okay. You know what was badass? The Kingdom. Is that a war movie? I don't know. <laughs> oh shit! The Kingdom. People get that blown is a blast the fuck from away. The past. That's, Holy that's shit. a badass movie. Uh, that one's probably more propaganda than <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun is. Uh, so I don't see this as propaganda either. It's not even like that. I'm not like, oh, I'm so anti-war. I mean, I definitely am, but not enough to like not watch a movie because of it. Okay. I just don't like war movies. So for me to defend Dunkirk, it was like, <laughs> I think you did something wrong. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Oppenheimer, it's also not propaganda. No, no, no. Well, but it's also like, I'm sorry, but it's true. The extremely damaging effects of the bomb mm-hmm. have it's been represented already mm-hmm. better and from the people who were most devastated by it. Yeah. There's two movies, and these aren't like these aren't like deep cut animes. Like everybody mostly everybody knows about these two films. God. Uh, Grave of the Fireflies, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> just a movie that everybody, every yeah. time I hear about it, I'm like, I'm never watching that because everybody who watches it is like a, a blubbering mess at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's the first movie I ever saw that was like, oh, this is what we did? Like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that it was like this. Yeah. Uh, there's that, and then there's a film called Barefoot Generation, or Ooh, Barefoot Gen. The entire thing has to do with uh, World War Two and the dropping of the bomb, mm-hmm. but they show the drop. They do a, a, a an interpretation of what this was. Okay. And it's so disturbing. Because you see an entire city just get completely destroyed and the people get vaporized. And it's like, if this is, if what they're drawing is representative of what it really looked like, Mm -hmm. this is the most horrific thing that's like ever happened. Yeah. And so that idea has already been out there in the world in media. Mm -hmm. If you've, for some reason, however you were raised, you're just so gung-ho about America that you, like, are happy that we dropped the bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Like, I don't know. Maybe watch something like Oppenheimer so you can see that, no, there were gen- there were more consequences to this than you thought. This wasn't just poof and then suddenly everybody's dead Mm -hmm. this is poof everybody dies a horrific death and the ones who survived potentially have it worse 
it's one of those movies where well i was going to bring up tenet uh before because you know you like it a lot i've seen it twice i still think it's a pretty cool movie it's a vibe as they say yeah uh, it really is um but this is the this is the first movie in a few years where i did come out of it going that's the christopher nolan i know yeah um, and it was after you saw barbie you did it the wrong way I wanted to see Barbie more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because honestly, when this first was announced, like, oh, Chris Nolan's doing Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. And I was just like, why do we need a movie about oh, the guy who dropped yeah. the atomic bomb? <laughs> I am not interested in that. Why? I was thinking it was going to be like a gung-ho America kind of thing. Whereas in the movie, they don't show you anything graphic. It's just that you're... He he implies enough. He like there's that scene in the movie theater or yeah. in, the, in the newsroom theater where we can we can talk full. This is gonna be a full spoiler review. Okay, it's okay. been out long enough. I mostly just want to talk about it, not so much give like my review on it. Yeah, although I will rate it at the end. Like so. that part where he steps on the ashed yeah body. That and uh, in the newsroom, they don't show you the effects. They just tell you, and you're just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I think that was a really interesting what thing that Christopher Nolan did is that, f- first off, if you're going into this movie, you kind of know, like you're saying, like, this is not the invention that – it changed the world, but not for the better. Yeah. And you're going into it thinking, like, I don't know about the moral implications of this. And then the second half comes along. Yeah. And you're kind of like – go get him Oppenheimer. Like you, you're kind of against what's going, what's like yeah. railroad. That's, him. that's what makes it. That's when it becomes almost like a fun movie. <laughs> like I love the entire court side of this with, uh, Robert Downey Jr. And, uh, Alden Ehrenreich. I thought he was really good in this also. Who's he? He was the guy at the end who's basically turned on, Robert Downey Jr. The guy who's helping him out? No, the guy who was... Yeah, the guy like who was the, like... The, the soldier guy. Yeah, maybe they were talking about something more important. You know, that that guy... That yeah. was fucking Alden Air... That's who that was? Yeah, yeah. Man, the entire fucking time, I thought it was that white guy. <laughs> <laughs> that Ansel white guy Elgort. from... No, 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 no. Not, not Ansel Elgort. It, it's, it's another white dude who also has like a really like... This guy looks like he's made like he like it like a square like it's just angles. Um, he's in a lot of American Horror Story movies. Um, our, oh, our Evan Horror Peters. Story. Yeah, no, 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 not Evan Peters. Yeah, Man, just he's just out. he's in. Um, Sorry to bother you. He's the realtor. It's not fucking Army <laughs> Hammer. Let me look this guy up right now. I swear to God. No, this is the guy who's in anytime there's like a meme of like all all Asian people look alike. Meanwhile, white people. He's always one actor that they put in there. So let me find him really quick. Just give me a second. I don't know his name either. (laughs) Uh, uh, Sorry to bother. No, he's not sorry to bother you. He's in uh, Last um, Black Man in San Francisco. Oh yeah, the 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 lawyer guy in Last Blackman. Yeah, sort of. He, he's no I wait, pre- no. I'm thinking of it feels Finn, good to talk. Finn Whitrock. <laughs> Is he in 
oh my god, am I racist? <laughs> no, he looks like other white guys. No, no, that's no, the I'm thing. Saying, like, is he? Because he plays a lawyer, but I think that's in the Field Street can talk. He's in both. Oh my! Oh god. shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because I was thinking like I don't think that's him <laughs> in Field Street can talk. I think it's the other guy. Uh, no, yeah, he is in both films. Um, I thought it was Finn. I thought it was Finn Whitrock. I thought, damn, he made it to a Nolan film. Yeah. Um, he doesn't not. He looks like a white guy. Okay, he that's that's exactly, what I was yeah, seeing. Like definitely. That's, he that, so like I thought it was this guy. dude. And <laughs> that's so funny because I was even thinking like he did a pretty good job in this. <laughs> that's surprising for this guy who's like just a white dude. It's like, oh, it wasn't even him. All right, never mind. <laughs> Um, maybe next time, Finn, <laughs> Finn Whitrock. Uh, it's a very, yeah, he, very stereotypical kind of looking. Well, in that case, Han Solo <laughs> was really good in it. Uh, I thought he did a pretty good job. And yeah. it was, like, satisfying for him to be like, uh, uh, how, how how about them apples? Like, yeah. The <laughs> um, but he's good in it. Pretty much everyone in this movie is. Dane DeHaan I oh, want yeah. more people to talk about him because he was good. He did a good job in this movie. I think, man, let's bring him back. Yeah, man. It's time to put Dane DeHaan in more movies. Give him a couple horror movies. Uh, actually give fucking um, Cure for Wellness a chance. Oh, yeah. It I deserves it. It deserves the viewing that you thought yeah, this was going to be a shitty movie. I like Rob Levinsky. Mia Goth. This, oh, man. We got to watch it this year. Okay. You got to see it. Uh, but yeah, bring back Dane the Hunt. He was good in this. Chronicle, uh, baby. Yeah. The best found foot. The best I, I non watch it. It's been a long, movie. long fucking time since I've seen that movie. I love that movie so much. I think it's time for a rewatch. Let's bring Josh Trank back. Yeah. <laughs> Who else is in this? I was almost kind of surprised. For some reason, I really thought that uh, Jim Cummings was just going to pop up. In the movie, like I, he just seems like another white dude who would be perfect for this cast. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be the ultimate. Like, oh, cool, he's in a Nolan movie. Yeah, there's a uh, lot of that in this. But hey, they got Casey Affleck. I didn't know he was in this, dude. The biggest. Oh my god, that's Gary Oldman. Yeah, it, as um, the president. Slimer from fucking Ghostbusters. <laughs> I forgot who. Oh, um, this dude named Robert. Funny dude. Uh, I'm not going to put his last name out there because I don't know. He might not want. But he commented that he thought it was really funny that they literally made them like. Oh, man. I forgot what he said. But like they're, they're like literally slimy, the both of them. Um, <laughs> that is Gary Oldman, right? That is Gary okay, Oldman. Okay, cool. Yes, because I was thinking like that voice sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Nolan movie. Yeah, no, it's definitely him. Michael Caine wasn't in this, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, damn. Oh, man. They stopped talking. <laughs> Michael Caine's getting up there. I hope he's okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we talk about fucking Einstein? Yeah. Fucking Sleepy Time T-Bear. <laughs> the, 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 the human version of that. <laughs> he is so... It's It's silly to see him. I don't know anything about Einstein other than he's really, really smart. E equals yeah. MC square. Um, that's, you know, the basics. Yeah. So 
to see him as Winnie the Pooh, essentially, <laughs> was like, this is very entertaining and very funny. Yeah. When he came out, he has one last scene in the end, and it's not the flashback. He, he, he like, literally comes out of the darkness. Out of, like... It looks like he's coming out of the bushes, but he's not. Is it the one where he's, like, you know, he talks to oppie uh, <laughs> and says like says like fight back or like yeah you know, kick their one. ass or something it like is that. that one yeah uh but he comes out of the, he comes out of the darkness out of the bushes and i i joked i was like has he been a ghost this whole time <laughs> <laughs> einstein died 10 years yeah ago. and only only oppie he's like a a, a support ghost um <laughs> he's he's funny in the movie it's there's the whole uh, Bechdel test about like rating feminism right in films. I don't even know how badly this one fails on, on that scale. No, one's, I'm sure it's not really always bad. The best on that. Yeah, uh, uh, I'll only say his first name. I won't say his last name. But another guy, Bradley, made a really really funny comment because I made a post. Which, by the way, I'm not even complaining. You know what? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I do think that uh, Oppie, was, he was literally a misogynist. Like, it's not, it's not a mystery. I mean... They, they made it part of the movie. There's that part at the end where he's like, well, you... That guy was helping you, and you had an affair with his wife. And then he also had... You know, he was with Florence Pugh. Not really yeah. with, but then basically was like... Oh, I'm going to go from this woman to the next. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not even the most misogynist shit he did. The most misogynist shit that he did is just literally assume that a woman doesn't know what they're talking about and can't be smart enough for like a certain discussion multiple times. And if I'm assuming that's how just that's how he was like, that's misogynistic as fuck. Uh, And also just uh, he does. He does just use women essentially as objects yeah uh florence Pugh, a side chick legend (laughs) for her performance in this like you in in the sense of a movie of course florence Pugh, of course like obviously she's attractive but she also has this like danger to her. her her hair is dark uh, she's younger than fucking um, uh, Cillian Murphy, Kelly Murphy. No, uh, his wife in the movie. Oh, Emily Blunt. Yeah, he's she's younger than Emily Blunt or Emily Blunt's character. Uh, so it's like she has this like femme fatale like nature to her, yeah. which it's like, goddamn, Christopher Nolan, can you not write a scene with? a man talking to a woman and it's not just fucking Batman and Catwoman. Like that's, that's what this feels like when he's having the discussion with Florence Pugh, where she's telling him to read yeah. in the book and stuff like that. All of that feels like, damn, he is like so cool and she is so dangerous. Like it, it feels almost stereotypical. Okay. Like yeah. And, and I, I mean, feel like Christopher Nolan does that with every single, every single time a man talks to a woman, uh, it's always this like seductive ballet where it's like, will they, won't they? But it's, 
Like, who yeah, cares? I guess How about that. just write them as people? <laughs> well, uh, there's that meme of... Uh, which I wouldn't mind, but this is like a true story. Yeah. These are real people. So, go on. There's that well, meme. Well, there was that meme that was like Christopher Nolan writing a, a screenplay. And it's I think it's from The Simpsons or something. It just says, you know, dead wife. Oh, yeah. And I, and I posted that. I was like, Mr. Nolan, you stay the fuck away from Florence Pugh and Emily Blunt. Yeah. And God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he just can't help himself. He can't. I like the... Uh... People say it's ambiguous whether or not, and I don't know. Okay, before you listen to this, and you're like screaming because you're like, no, this is what really happened. I don't know any of this. All right, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I don't, I'm pretty sure we were told about the atomic. I mean, I know for a fact we were told about the atomic bomb. We probably learned about Oppenheimer. I didn't know about his lover. Like, like yeah. how am I supposed to know about this shit? Yeah. Um. So whether or not she was some sort of communist spy of some yeah. sort who some group of people consider dangerous enough to kill i don't know if that happened in real life i have no idea yeah i have not googled it so correct me if i'm wrong but it didn't feel like because some people are saying like oh i it, it's ambiguous i don't think it's ambiguous mm. i'm pretty sure she killed herself and when Oppenheimer is saying about how, like, she left a letter with no signature and some other shit, and he's thinking of... He's he's the one picturing her being killed, not committing suicide. To me, that is just him coping because he realizes he fucked up and he wasn't there for a woman who he made feel loved when he should have yeah. been. I don't... I think she committed suicide. I don't think it's ambiguous. But I don't know the real life version of it, so who knows? Maybe in real life we don't know if she committed suicide or if she was murdered. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, so was she murdered or was she? I thought she was suicide because that's never brought up again in the movie. Oh, well, not never brought up again, but it's not like they said, like, you know what we had to do with Florence Pugh. It was like, yeah, exactly. I assumed like, yeah, she killed herself, but maybe that's just me. Um, I like, I mean, Emily Blunt's always going to do a good job. It was really nice to see Olivia Thurlby come back. Yeah, she was good. She was in it I for I wish like they gave her more to minutes. do. I know. Yeah. It's just to say like, hey, women can be smart too. Right. She's the one woman who Oppenheimer's like, eh, all right. <laughs> we need one of you. Uh, but, you know, I, I, if there was a complaint about the movie is that the first, excuse me. Right. I didn't want to burp into the mic. Mic, Mike. Word. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Hard Lemonade, zero sugar. <laughs> so all the guilt, none of the calories. None of the yeah. You won't have that sugary hangover that Fireball gives you. Yeah, exactly. Fireball sponsor us. Or yeah, more, exactly. more specifically, sponsor me. Yeah. <laughs> I will defend you, Fireball. Go on. Um, I remember thinking like. This is real for a three-hour movie. This is moving really fast. Yeah, I didn't feel the three hours. I'll be completely honest. Like, no, no, no. I mean, like the first like oh, twenty minutes. Oh, gotcha. gotcha where they're gotcha. just kind of like, and this happened, and this happened, yeah. and this happened. I was like, this is three hours. Pump I get the what breaks, you mean. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once they bring in Matt Damon, I felt like, 
oh, okay, it's settling down. The the, the intrigue is starting to yeah. seep in. Like, you know, uh, yeah. I I I, I want really, to see gone. I really liked it, but now like, but now when I think about it, like I'm not like, oh my god, I gotta see it again. Like, oh my god, it's like Christopher Nolan. Like, I don't know. I just I really really liked it. I yeah. would give it like a, when I first got out of the theater, I gave it like a four and a half out of five. Now I'm kind of like a four out of five gotcha. because it's not like, you know, it's not like a monumental like, oh, I have to put this on my top ten. Yeah. But it is a it's it's probably his most ambitious movie, and he pulls it off mostly, in the sense that it's not a perfect movie, but I think it has a huge impact. Yeah. Like you leave the theater like that that final scene that final shot, where you're just like. Man, there's no going back after this. No, there's not. Um, I just wish they didn't. He he like he can't help himself. He's <laughs> like he's mean? right there. He if it was just Oppenheimer and Einstein having that discussion. Yeah. And when when he's like, uh, I don't know, uh, when Einstein is like, hey, you think this is gonna blow up everything? And Oppenheimer is <laughs> like, shit, maybe. <laughs> Like, that's how the movie ends. If they just had that discussion and just focused on them, yeah, I think it would have been a perfect last shot. He cannot help himself. It's like, okay, let's show the entire world blowing up. Let's see how that would look like for like yeah. a second. It's like, I get it. I understand what he means. I'm not stupid. I, like I said, he can't help himself. In the same way that Spielberg cannot help himself, he's going to fucking save the kid from... <laughs> War of the World. Like, God damn it. You were doing so good. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, of course, this movie is a technical marvel. Uh, I didn't have that complaint of not being able to hear that well. There no, was yeah. some stuff that I missed, for sure, which is like, I do want to watch it again like with subtitles. Yeah. Um, but not to the point where it's like, it was a bother... I don't. Th- I think it was only just for maybe one or two scenes. There is the only thing that was like having me like, wait a minute, what was? There's a lot of characters that you gotta keep up with. Yeah. And I was just thinking like, oh, oh, that guy, that guy. Wait, who was that guy? That that's that guy. Yeah. When uh, <laughs> when they brought up Heisenberg, which in Breaking Bad, that is where he gets the name from. Yeah. Uh, the guy in Oppenheimer. Whatever his full name was, but the German guy. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Kenneth Branagh. No, it's a younger dude. Oh yeah, but he's he he plays Heisenberg. But when they first brought him up, uh, me and Gabriel did that fucking like that that pointing at the fucking because you know <laughs> oh. we're we're two huge Breaking Bad fans, him especially. Oh yeah. So like <laughs> hearing Heisenberg is like oh shit. <laughs> I will say that, uh, you know, before I was like, oh, Kenneth Branagh, he's uh, the guy who directed Thor, he's in Belfast, or he directed Belfast. Now he's like, I'm going to do accents. Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) him and Tenet is fucking awesome. Yeah. He is chewing the scenery. I I don't remember what he sounds like. He's just normal. (laughs) (laughs) Where, like, in this, um, like, when he showed up, I was like, yes. (laughs) He's good in it, too. Everyone's getting it. Yeah. Dudes rock. Every guy <laughs> is getting this. All the women in the movie, why don't you drink some wine and go crazy? 
don't you almost drown your kid or some shit? Yeah, Emily Blunt was like, the more she goes on, the more she starts, it was like, you gotta fucking stay. Like, her scene against Jason Clark, I thought was really fun. Yeah, that was good. But, um, um but, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, oh, speaking of accents, uh, Benny Safdie. Oh my God, he's so good in this. <laughs> he's so fun in this. Man, I love that dude. I really like that character, yeah. You know what, this movie? interesting. Big movie for fat motherfuckers. Because <laughs> we got chubby uh, David Crumholtz, who's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's just like, hey, why don't you eat some apples? Yeah. <laughs> Love that dude. He Something about him just seemed like a cartoon character. Like he was the penguin or something. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> something. Some, it was making. It was like I kept picturing some cartoon somewhere deep in the recesses of my brain. But I couldn't bring like a full image of it. But it was also kind of a cartoony, fun performance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my dude, Macon Blair. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they got to give him bigger clothes. They always mm. putting him in the tightest shit here in the hunts. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I guess he's not fat, but he's he's definitely thick. Uh, ben, uh, Benny Safty. Yeah. As I don't know the dude's name, but he's great. In it. He's, yeah. He's really funny. He's tall as shit. Uh, there's some really good aged makeup. Yeah. Like, this isn't fucking end of Harry Potter. <laughs> it's like, why are you putting old man makeup on Daniel Radcliffe? He looks like a little boy old man. <laughs> no, like, they age everyone a solid, what, like 20, 30 years? Yeah. And it's like, that looks so realistic. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so everything about this movie, technically speaking... Like, especially, of course, sound. Very, yeah. very, 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 very good. Mm. Soundtrack, don't think it's as good as the tenant score. It's not as memorable to me. There was only one track that I thought was, like, super, super memorable. And it was when him, it was when Oppie and Matt Damon were like, let's get fucking shit done. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, a montage that started. I don't know what that that track is called, but that was an incredible track. And then there's some of it that just counts, sounds kind of like this. Almost sounds like Hans Zimmer. Like this is. Is it not Hans Zimmer? It's not. It's it's uh, Ludwig uh, Goransson. Really? Oh wow. Goransson. I don't know how to say his name. Um, but the guy who did the soundtrack for Tenet. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. That's what made. That... I always just assume it's Hans Zimmer. <laughs> no man. Hans Zimmer can't do the soundtrack to Tenet. You hear that shit? That shit's some reverse. <laughs> It's got uh, what what beats in it. Like you can't beat Hans Zimmer. He's a legend. I I love Hans Zimmer. I fucking love the soundtrack to the the Dark Knight. Like more, but he's a he's a a, a classic dude. Yeah, it's like in that. um, I guess we'll say fella hotline video. Oh, he's the one where they're like classic fellas. (laughs) That's Hans Zimmer. Um, I don't know what psycho fellas. (laughs) Curvaceous. <laughs> then it just shows um, David Crumholtz. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a good soundtrack, but yeah. not super great. Uh, by all means, this is this is definitely gonna be like it's gonna be nominated for best picture. Sure. Yeah. 
I, and there's no way it's not going to be. If anything, if this should win anything, I do think Killian Murphy is like incredible in this. Yeah, it's it's crazy to see his growth from Twenty Eight Days Later. Like that's the first. That's what I will always think of him from. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we love that movie so much. So. Right. Right. <laughs> so to see that and to see this is just like so different. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, I'm I'm so happy for this guy to like he's definitely going to be nominated. Like there's no way he's not going to be nominated. Yeah. You know who else is going to be nominated? Who? Iron Man. Yes, who's Man, also fucking was, great in this movie. He was maybe I don't know. I think he was fantastic. I think he may be the my favorite performance in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, Killian Murphy was also really really great. I would also go as far I'll agree with everybody on this, everyone who has said this. I do think this is Robert Downey Jr.'s like best performance, just in general. He's yeah, he's pretty I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen Chaplin, but well, of course, yeah. I mean you can't <laughs> see every movie. Uh I don't know what other great performances he's known for. Oh. Endgame. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Yeah, there we go. Tropic Thunder, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Zodiac. Yeah. He's also really good in those, but I think he really, really fucking knocks it out the park here. Yeah. Uh, to the point where it's like, I forgot this is Robert Downey Jr. This just yeah, became this guy, yeah. this character with the eyebrows. <laughs> whose name I don't know. <laughs> Strauss? There he goes. Strauss. But I don't know his full name. But yeah. uh, <laughs> he's great in it. This made me want to uh, uh, learn history. <laughs> see how much of this is. Let's see what really happened. See, Were is... these women really that crazy? <laughs> Did they all just drink wine all day and be paranoid? <laughs> all women want to do is eat hot chip and uh, think that their husband is being conspiracy against. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's always been a criticism of Chris yeah. Nolan. Um, I was uh, there's like no women in Dunker. <laughs> yeah, but Elizabeth Debicki and Debbie, they gotta make the bullets back at home. What do you mean there's oh no women? In- <laughs> <laughs> They're making the fighter jets. <laughs> Haven't you seen Rosie the River? <laughs> They can't be in the front lines. Uh, but yeah, the women in here, you get a whole three. Yeah. I was trying to think. I was like, a little bit of therapy, Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh. And background. And yeah. <laughs> and background characters. Um, I didn't know Oppie was like, I didn't know he like got laid maybe too much. <laughs> the hell is this? <laughs> I mean, Cillian Murphy's not an unattractive man. No, he's, he's not. Very handsome. I'm not even talking about Killian Murphy. I'm talking oh, just about this fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not funny. Like, <laughs> why, are, no. why do women want to sleep with him? <laughs> why does Florence P want him and not me? <laughs> Oh, that's my line. <laughs> you we, switched, we swapped roles. Yeah, yeah. 